Hola raza, hola listeners, hola cabrones y cabroncitas. This is Fernando Amador coming to you from Downey, California. Welcome to my podcast, Chicano Cast. And this is Chicano Cast number 63, titled Chicano Machismo. And that one's not a topic that, you know, we vatos like to talk about. But, you know, let's see where the show goes. Um, it's going to go where it's going to go. So no one get offended. And raza, I know I've been an absent uncle. Perdón, cabrones, but I took some time off. And you know what? If you're so pinche chismosos that you have to know why, well, let me tell you, there's a couple of reasons. One, doing a show every damn week was feeling like a marathon. Coming up with topics, uh, writing, recording, editing, and publishing. Pinche chillon, right? But I just needed that 4th of July break and then some, you know, to catch my breath. Yeah, thanks for reaching out, cabrones, wondering where I was at. Two, el otro excuse is that my jefecita was in was in, and is still in the hospital. It's been a few weeks now. For a while there, you know, she did have us a little scared, but I'm glad to report that she's very stable now. She's on the road to recovery. She moved to a long-term care type hospital for, for a bit till she gets better. But um, hopefully, you know, we'll have her back home soon. And Raza, I want to give a quick shout out to My Grito Industries. My Grito is a Chicano-run record label and more. Celebrating Chicano and Latino culture via musica, art, e podcasts. Like the one you're hearing right now. Chicano Cast is now part of My Grito Podcast Network. Check them out at My Grito and on their socials at My Grito. Pinche Maya, déjame trabajar. Raza, before I forget, let me give uh, some quick shout-outs to some listeners who reached out, reviewed, and shared the show. Hombre BB, thanks for the review, homie. I really appreciate it. And yeah, I hope to do some more interviews soon. Also, thanks to Chichas for reaching out via email. I appreciate the good words and glad you could relate to the Peruano show. Rasa, let me tell you what's going on with me very quickly as there really hasn't been much besides a lot of visits to the hospital, as I told you. But it was good. It was good spending time with my mom, talking to my mom. You know, once she got better, she was able to hold some good conversations. We talked a little bit about family history, which is always good to know. And um, and she is back to almost being normal with her dichos. I, I should get a book and write down all the details my mom has. She has something for every situation. Um, I even used one on the show, which is Mal de Muchos Consuelo de Pendejos, which basically means if everybody's doing something, and even though it's wrong, since everyone's doing it, you feel justified because you're a pendejo. So yeah, she has all kinds of details like that, always making us laugh. So so yeah, glad the jefecita is going to be back to normal soon. And maybe I will, maybe I will get a, a, a little pamphlet and start writing down all her details man because she's got a lot something else going on with me you might notice it in my voice but a couple days ago we were shocked at some information we received that a co-worker that sat a couple of offices away from me suddenly passed you know it was a damn total shock the guy was maybe my age a year younger I believe yeah he seemed healthy I mean come on 51's not old um, suddenly he just passed we don't know the details but it hit me hard maybe at my age it just hits harder when you realize that it could be you 
next or why wasn't it you you start questioning a lot of shit why him um it's just a lot of a lot of stuff goes through your head about life and um yeah that that was really really sad he left two young kids behind um i think they're like maybe they look like 10 or 12 in the pictures i saw so really really sad but um yeah life goes on and um we have to get through it the other thing going on is i actually hosted the first family get together since the pandemic and that was on the 4th of july i really like celebrating the holiday i'm very americano about my holidays thanksgiving 4th of july love that stuff and um, these are basically uh, american holidays that only we have and i love them so anyway we had the whole family get together most of us were vaccinated at least everyone just about everybody said they were except <coughs> wife but um she kind of kept her distance if you know who i'm talking about and um, we had a good time tasted all kinds of beer bunch of kids out there hanging out in the pool so yeah we had a really really cool time but rasa uh, let me move on to some current events and um, since I have been an absent father, uh, podcaster, um, eso eso, going to bring up some old and maybe not so current events. But here we go. Did you guys hear about the tortilla throwing incident at a basketball championship game in the San Diego area? Damn, Raza, that one pissed me off. The fucking racism here locally to where I kind of local to where I live in Southern California. You know what the worst part is? That these fools that threw the tortillas actually won the game. They freaking won the championship and still felt the need to to um, to be racist like that. To show their racism. You know, if you're pissed off because you lost, you might have a, a lack in judgment and do some stupid shit like that. Not that it's justified or excused or, or right in any way. But the fact that they actually won and still felt the need to throw the fucking tortillas out there to humiliate the other team in as many bad ways as they could, that just tells you how bad this fucking country is right now, how divided and how that racist right-wing motherfuckers feel feel like they're justified and feel like they could get away with it. The other thing going on is La Pinche Delta Raza. Watch out for that shit. Get vaccinated. Yeah, don't let that shit ruin our back to normal, even though it's already kind of happening. I just heard yesterday that L.A. County is going to require masking up again everywhere you go. I actually have been a pendejo and been going to stores and enjoying not having to wear a mask. I'm like, fuck, if I'm vaccinated, why should I have to wear a mask, right? Well, not smart, but I'm doing it. Yeah, watch out for that shit. Just be careful. Maybe I should start masking up. I don't know. I'm just kind of tired. I'm kind of over over it. But you know what? Just get vaccinated. Just protect yourself. Protect your loved ones. The other thing going on I just heard on the news was that the $300 per kid or something like that. Some people are telling me different numbers. Like it's $250 if they're a certain age and $300 if they're another age. Whatever it is, it's coming this month and it's going to help people like crazy. Take advantage of that money and don't fucking go buy no Xbox games or or PlayStation bullshit, but put that money aside if you don't need it for your kid's education, for your college fund, and if you do need it, hopefully it's to help your kid out in his studies and in, in, in his nutrition, um, but that's some good money Theo Biden's coming through with. One more thing quickly, Rasa, is I heard, and I heard him, not just heard him, but I've seen that there's so many damn jobs out there everywhere I go, it's like help wanted, help wanted. It seems like there's more jobs than gente right now. 
But I don't think that's the problem. I think it's it's the lack of good jobs, the lack of decent paying jobs. I think people definitely deserve a, a fair wage. I mean, my fat ass is willing to pay three more dollars for a burrito if it means somebody makes a wage where they can actually live on and, and not starve and have to do another second job or maybe even qualify for some type of social service. So yeah, it's the lack of good jobs. People, I think, with this pandemic have seen things a lot differently and um, are not going to put up with that enslavement bullshit. And cabroncitos, I'm recording this on a Friday morning around 6 a.m. because tomorrow I take off to the GDL. And um, so yeah, no beer, no beer at 6 a.m. I'm a borracho, but not that much. So puro cafecito del San Francisco Bay, French roast. Puro cafe buzz today, puro caffeine buzz today, raza. So, okay, let me get into the topic of today's show. And like I said, some of you um, might not like this topic and some of you may disagree or maybe not even like me bringing it up, but I think it's necessary. Rasa, communication is the path to resolution. Orale. So let's talk about it. Pero primero, let's define machismo. From Wikipedia, Rasa is the sense of being manly and self-reliant. The concept associated with a strong sense of masculine pride and exaggerated masculinity. It is associated with a man's responsibility to provide for, protect, and defend his family. Machismo is strongly and consistently associated with dominance, aggression, exhibition, and nurturance. The correlation to machismo is found to be deeply rooted in family dynamics and culture. So some of it I read and I'm like, that's not so bad. I mean, the sense of wanting to provide for your family and having to make sure that um, your family has everything that is protected. What's wrong with that? But I think that comes together with the aggression and the dominance and you justify it with saying, well, since I'm providing and I'm protecting, then I can dominate and I could be aggressive at the same time protect and hurt the family. Anyway, let me go on. This also from, from Wikipedia. What are some specific traits of being a machista raza? And this again is from Wikipedia. I think it really applies to us. So let me read it to you. From a Mexican, Chicano cultural and psychological perspective, the psychosocial traits can be summarized as emotional invulnerability, patriarchal dominance, aggressive or controlling response to stimuli, and ambivalence toward women. So, Raza, let's discuss each one porque no entendí ni madres. Well, a little bit. But fuck, these are some crazy-ass words. Maybe you have to study psychology or is there such a field as, as machismo? There probably should be, huh? So, first one, emotional invulnerability. Emotional invulnerability. Fuck, my pronunciation is off. I speak too much Spanish. Esa madre como se come, vato. Well, here we go. I think what that means... We all vatos think we are being hard, being incapable of being hurt. Los hombres no lloran, right? Yeah, that's what we all like to think. We all like to uh, think that nothing and no one can hurt us, at least not emotionally. Pues no raza, no vatos, this is very, very bad for you. And it's not even real, it doesn't exist. Ya les va cabrones. Yup, this leads me into a quick anecdote of an average Chicano. So raza, I probably never mentioned this before, but... You do know I have a daughter and she's, you know, in her mid to, I think, late 20s now, I think. Que cabron. 
And um, a few years ago, what happened is um, um, she got married really young. And a few years ago, she actually got divorced. The shit didn't work out. I, you know, I don't know the details and I'll tell you why. So anyway, so it was a big shock to the family when she told us she was getting separated and then divorced. What I did is I did exactly what I just read to you. I wanted to pretend I was emotionally invulnerable, which meant I pretended this shit never happened. I didn't really talk about it. I told her I didn't want to know any details. I did tell her I was her supporter, whatever she needed in any way, but I didn't want to know anything. And myself, I just pretended this shit never happened and I just wanted to go on with life. And um, she was back home with us, staying here for a while. Not any longer, but she was back then. And I just like pretended this shit didn't exist. And I was like, well, you can do that, right? As a macho, why not? Why can't I fucking just pretend this shit doesn't hurt? Pues ahí les va, cabrones. What happened is that I fucking broke out in hives. That's right, all over my fucking face. Big ass hives all of a sudden. I fucking ran to the doctor. They're like, you know, your immune system is all out of whack. Usually caused by a bunch of stress. Um, is anything happening? And I said, well, my daughter got divorced, but, you know, I don't really feel anything. And they're like, well, that's probably it. And you probably feel more than, than you're trying to, you know, lead on or, or pretend you don't. And I was like, what the fuck? And not that it changed me to accept it and talk about it. I still kept away, but I was like, what the fuck happened here? Um, this shit is hurting me more than I thought. And um, for trying to be a macho man, macho, macho man. Anyway, that was pretty nasty. For trying to be a macho man, I fucking broke out in hives. And that shit lasted a few months. Um, I had to go to the doctor and get some special ass shots for hives because it wouldn't go away. And then um, after a few months, the doctor said, hey, let's put you off these damn shots and let's see what happens. And yeah, I think I'm good. Haven't had the shots in many, many months now and um, taught me a big ass lesson. Um, except I don't really know how I would have dealt with this. Um, I don't know if I could talk to my wife, but maybe I could have gone to counseling or or maybe opened up emotionally, mentally, uh, verbally more to my daughter than I did. Not that I ever shut her up. I just didn't want to, you know, never got into it and just just support it where I could as a, as a total macho Mexicano financially, mostly and, and with, with the roof. But other than that, my ass got taught a big ass lesson. Next one, Raza, patriarchal dominance. The fuck is that? Well, basically, it means men have the power, have always had the power and will always have the power if this continues. The way, you know, the dad has in the home shown to be a dictator right and how it leads to the sons believing that they also have to be the same way because it's what they learn from their dad but beyond just the sons believing they have the power it's actually transferred to them in many ways we see this as chicanos with um, the jealous brothers thinking they have ownership over the sister or the dad with the old school line bajo este techo se hace lo que yo mande yep i heard that one both english and spanish well, not from a dad, but mostly from fucking movies and, and and tios and shit. Or when the dad's not home, when the dad goes away, the son, no matter if he has older sisters, is left in charge. Why is that? Even if the kid's a pendejo. Also, the important positions of power in our society are male-dominated. And you know what the result of all this is? Is that it oppresses women in many ways. Vatas, this is how machismo oppresses you. You clean the house while your huevon brother plays video games. Y lo peor, ¿saben qué? Is that the fucker sucks at Fortnite. 
Orale. Or you know what? As women, you accept catcalls and possibly more from pendejo men and even consider them a form of flattery. And why? Because men usually get away with it. That Me Too movement, you know, it didn't do as much as it could. Porque siguen de puercos. So the Me Too movement, it really needs to continue calling these pigs out. Also, you accept being a second-class citizen in the household with very little right, if any. Very little say. And the shit is that this sometimes continues throughout your adult life. The other thing women do is you marry young just to get out of a toxic masculine household. But the shit is you sometimes fall right into another one. Okay, let's move on to the next one. The next topic under machismo is aggressive or controlling response to stimuli. I had to look this one up, Raza, because basically what this means that there's an asshole response to anything that causes stress and that is anger. Everything just leads to anger for some reason. I believe it comes from fear. Muy Star Wars, no Raza? But a lot of you saw that shit growing up, scared to say anything to dad. Even if you fucking broke your arm, you were too scared to tell him. Te la aguantas, cabrón. Because you knew his first response was going to be anger and then blame. And most likely he was going to blame you. Then maybe after he let all his fucking poison out, he may take care of you or take care of the problem. And always letting you know, me va a salir bien caro, of course. Raza, did you ever cry when you spilled a glass of milk? Then maybe you lived in a situation like that. Chillando was, was a mechanism to protect yourself so that maybe they would take pity on you before that fucking anger game started. But yeah, that aggressive or controlling response to stimuli is basically um, where somebody's response is just aggression, anger, and no matter what, because they're too stupid or too fearful to take on the problem. So they respond with aggression and with control, with blame, with finding someone to blame, finding someone who's guilty instead of, all right, this shit happened already. The car was in an accident. Let's see how we can resolve this shit. But no. So if you're scared to tell your dad your problems, it's probably because he responds this way. Or if you're that fool that gets angry at everything, no matter what it is, then you got to check yourself. And here's the next one. Ambivalence toward women. Damn, I wish they used some normal words. This one was hard. Even when I looked it up and read it, what this hell this means, I still was a little bit confused. So here's my take on it. And maybe I'm wrong. Someone correct me out there who's, who's smarter than me. I know there's a lot of you. So what does this mean, Raza? Basically, it's both hostile and benevolent sexism of women by men. So it's basically you say good things and bad things about them. You judge them as if women were there for us to judge. It's like un pinche gordo feo making a comment that a woman is fat and is therefore not hot according to his ass. Or men calling women a bitch because they won't give them any attention. It's even men who think that women are incapable of something inferior to men. Damn, vatos, we, all know, we are all guilty of that. And we have been proved wrong over and over. Women can. Women can. And you know what? Sometimes women actually accept this type of treatment only because it has been reinforced by men all their life. And change is difficult to accept. It's even scary. On the benevolent part, it means men assuming women have to be pure innocent fragile and beautiful it sounds good but it's not right because anyone not falling into these assumptions that are made mostly by men can be left out 
or even not valued as women. And women play into this benevolent sexism focusing too much value on physical appearance or their purity. But is it because Chicanas have been conditioned to do so? Possibly. But they need to be made aware that, you know, they don't have to play along. Vatas, you don't have to play along with all this bullshit. Not if you don't want to and you don't like it or it feels wrong. But you know what I see? I see all these famous as rappers, women getting crazier and crazier in their videos. So with that type of influence from famous people, influencers, I don't see an easy way out for this one. For women to break that fucking cycle where they feel they have to look a certain way, act a certain way, be sexy a certain way, make men happy a certain way. But I think the first step, like I said in the beginning, is communication or realizing it. Once you do that, then you can solve the bullshit. And Rasa, you know, I didn't grow up seeing this every day from a, a very manly man growing up without a dad. But um, some of you might call me a mandilon, but I still have issues with machismo, like I told you. You know, on the first one about uh, breaking out in hives for uh, emotionally not accepting something. So let's not forget that I still am Chicano. I still have all these machismo issues because I've been influenced by maybe tios, primos, brothers. Hell, even movies. I also have all those bad family values of machismo as well as the good ones. So if there's any good ones. I think the ones that where we want to protect and we want to... We want to provide. I don't think that's so bad, but I think that also leads into us thinking we have the right to hurt. So Rasa, if you grew up with this, it's time to reflect. Or are you doing this? If you grew up with it, let that shit go. No more traumas. And if you're doing it and you see this in you, is it affecting your relationship, your kids, your family? Well, now you know some of the signs, homeboy. Maybe now you can do something to begin to change it. Yeah, vatos, and be a better husband, and be a better dad, and be a better Chicano. And you women, if a macho man, like described before, attracts you, it will only be for a while. Después lo vas a odiar al cabrón. When he tells you how to dress, he orders you to get him a damn beer, and he expects a home-cooked meal every single day on time, even if you work full-time. And you know why he expects that? Because his moms always did that for his dad. And worst of all is when you see how he does this to your kids and tries to control them too. So Chicanas, if for some reason you're attracted to these type of strong, aggressive men, ¿sabes qué, bata? El que no te gusta, ese es el bueno. Órale. Now Chicanas, seriously, learn to see these traits in vatos traumados before it's too late. Bueno, raza, that's a lot of fucking talking for a Friday morning at 6 a.m., right? But that's all I got this week. And next week, I will almost likely miss a show again because my fat ass is going to be in Guadalajara for a week. Yup, going to drink some pulque, eat some tacos de barbacoa, carnes en su jugo, tortas ahogadas. Hell yeah. But hang in there with me. I will make it up to you with some more shows and maybe even some good shows. Orale. Raza, review me on the Apple Podcast app. Write to me at chicanocast at gmail.com. And most of all, share the show on Instagram. Hasta la próxima, my lovely Chicanas. You stay brown and you stay Nunca proud. Nunca me dejas hablar y mucho menos ganar. Siempre me lanzas hasta atrás. Nunca me dejas amar. Ni chance me das de simplemente respirar. No sé qué estoy haciendo. Si te estoy aburriendo. No te gusta la felicidad Ya estoy cansado 
No worries, Ese. I will be on the tea diet. Orale, some special Mexican tea diet? Good for you, Vato, for keeping it going. Yup, it's that special Guadalajara tea diet, homie. Tacos, tortas, tamales, and tejuino. Orale. Cansado by Profesor Galáctico, a My Grito Artist. 